If you need a patent, please watch this video because I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Sooner or later, you might want to file for a patent. And I have to tell you, I have a little bit of experience doing this. As you can tell, James is going to show you this wall of patents that I have filed and got granted to me, but also I have defended my patent portfolio in federal court against a little toy company, Lego. And I also write about intellectual property protection from a business perspective for Forbes. Stephen has actually been successful at getting patents and successful at monetizing those patents. Getting a patent is one thing, but when you've been as successful as Stephen at actually making money on the patents, you guys are listening to the right person. Gene Quinn, patent attorney and law professor, creator of Smart IP, founder IPWatchdog.com, top 50 most influential IP strategist. Thank you for all you do, Stephen Key. Supporting independent inventors is key to our future economic growth and opportunity. Kathy Vidal, Under Secretary of Commerce for Intellectual Property and Director of the USPTO. So I know a little bit about patents, but I also know that this whole process, you have to be careful, it can be expensive, and you have to find the right patent attorney or patent agent. Okay, the reason why not all patent attorneys are created equal. I hate to say it, but they're not. They will try to help you, but some of them aren't really helping you. And some of them just don't have your best interest. So I'm going to provide my email down below. And if you want a reference to a good patent attorney or patent agent, look for my email down below and I will steer you in the right direction because I've worked with big firms I've worked with small firms, I've, I've worked with solo practitioners, I've worked with uh, patent agents, and I know that there's things that you can do, there's questions you can ask to make sure they have your best interest. Because if they don't have your best interest, you're gonna end up with a patent that just doesn't have any value. And I know for a fact, because I see a lot of patents out there that just are not worth anything. There's things that are missing. For whatever reason, maybe it was you, Maybe it was a patent attorney, but somehow there was a disconnect and it just didn't look right. At the very end, those patents that were granted were basically worthless. So, okay. So anyway, look for my email down below. I wanna tell you this, getting the patent is expensive and it's also time consuming. And one of the best tips I can give you, your patent attorney it's only going to be as good as the information you provide them. So you need to be prepared. By being prepared, what does that mean? That means that you've done your homework. That means that you've collected enough information. That means you really know quite a bit about your invention and you know a little bit about prior art, other inventions that have been done, or maybe even similar products that are on the market. You have to do a lot of homework. You have to be responsible. You have to find the right patent attorney. You have to set the tone. You need to guide them so they're giving you exactly what you need. Because if you don't, you, like I said, you're gonna end up with a, with a patent that just doesn't have any value. So this is what I do. Here's a couple tips. When I have an invention, 
that I really want to go forward with. I first file a provisional patent application. We talk a lot about that. It gives me one year to test the market to see if it has legs, to see if anybody really wants it. But after, before that year's up, when I determine I'm, I really want a patent, I want to file a non-provisional patent application, I want to make sure that I really know that people want my invention, my product. I, I want to test it a little bit. I talk a lot about testing ideas, doing this, doing all these videos that invent my TV. Okay, at that point, I want to make sure I really have a prototype, that I've built a prototype and I know it works, but I know it doesn't work. That's right. I know it doesn't work because I've tested it and I know exactly the other products that are on the market. I know exactly maybe some of the prior art. I have done my homework so I know my point of difference. That's so important when you're talking to a patent attorney. Also, I want to make sure that I'm giving my patent attorney a lot of my marketing material so he knows exactly what's important to, um, to a company. Maybe I want to license it to or maybe I want to start a business. But that marketing material will be very important for my patent attorney to have to really zero in on what's important. What's also important, when you start to work with your patent attorney, you make sure you understand the total cost. That's right. From start to finish, how they're going to bill and what is their process and how long is it going to take and how much time do they have and are they actually doing it or they're going to give it to somebody else to do? These are some other questions you need to ask. Once you find that person that your personalities kind of fit, which is wonderful, and they have your best interest, then you start to supply them with good information and recognize you still have to guide them. You need to know a lot about your invention, probably more than anybody, even that patent attorney, you need to do your own homework. And the way to do that is just do it step by step by step, which I'm talking about today. All right, so you've sent the prototype in, you know what works and what doesn't work. You sent your marketing material in and he starts to craft this. He starts to draft your non-provisional patent application. Here's another really big tip. Make sure when he writes the claims or she writes the claims, when your patent attorney writes those claims, you look at the claims and you know exactly on one, you have a list here of what's important to you, what you need to protect and make sure those claims that they've written, they match and ask them, how do they match up? For instance, here's a list of what I need to protect my invention because I've done my homework. Could you show me the claims that match what I need so I can see those claims and understand it? Here's the other thing, understanding it. If you have a hard time reading that application, if you have a hard time understanding what that patent attorney has written, that could be a very big red flag. It has to be written in such a way that you, the inventor, understands it. I cannot tell you how many times I've spoken to an inventor and asked them about their patent and the claims and asked them, hey, let's talk about it. What, what have you patented? And they don't really know what the claims mean. Ugh. All right. Also, one thing that's really important, here's my last tip. I always recommend, there's kind of a format here. I always recommend that there's some manufacturing knowledge that you kind of bring to the table. Because if you know how to manufacture your idea, the most efficient way to manufacture it, that knowledge is going to be important, to maybe to put that in that application. All right, this is Stephen Key. Thank you for watching this video. If you need a patent, I don't think you need patents on all products, of course, I talk about it all the time, but if you need one, 
and you want me to refer you to a patent attorney that you can trust, look at my email down below, send me a little note, and I will help you. Hi, this is Stephen Key. Thanks for watching. Tell your friends, subscribe down below, and I'll see you next time.